Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good evening and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I am one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Hey, 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 hey. What's up, everybody? My name is Dan, and welcome to episode 171 of Heroes of Noise. Steve, we should be like well into the 190s at this point. I, I take responsibility for that. I apologize. Dude, stop. We're not, I, I don't want to start off with an apology. I'm just saying that we exactly. should be. We should be like one. I'm not, I'm not apologizing to these people. I'm apologizing to you. We should be like 190 right now. Hey! All in time, friend. We'll get there. All yes! Yeah, and 190 is going to be quite the show. I think 200 will be the show. 190 is going to be like another show, I think. What did we do for 100? We had a whole bunch of people on. Ha. Huh. A whole bunch of people. I think we'll do it again, maybe. But you may have, actually, but you actually might have to come over time. to the house this time. Oh. Maybe, if, you, if you're if you up for it. I don't know if you're still fearing the plague. You what should. The, what, <laughs> oh, I'm not. I, I mean, I, I will wear a mask. But what was the time we had everybody on and it didn't record? Oh, that was the last episode of The Word, man. <laughs> Fuck. You were so mad. So mad, dude. So mad. We had I think we recorded for like five hours or something. Oh, it like was that. a very long record. And it was so fun that remember I got back into the car and kept on recording. Yeah, we talked to people that like we never have talked to Ever, since. Dude. And Ever, they're all, dude. and it, it's just all gone. All of it. So podcasters, <laughs> if you're just getting started, listen, you're gonna fuck up one day. It's just the way it works. Oh but, yes. But welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't about Absolutely. this isn't a, a, to celebrate fuck up, Steve. This is to celebrate the Halloween season, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily a Halloween show, but you know, who knows what's gonna happen over the next couple of weeks here because Hollow's Eve approaches, Steve. I um I, I will wait. I will start off with one bit of a um it's not a confession. I think it's more of a uh proclamation of defeat, if you will. What happened? I'm tapping out. No Halloween Horror Nights for me this year. Oh, I wanted to talk to you about that, actually. Oh, you son of a bitch. You so son of a bitch. So check this out. All right. So you already know the plumbing thing. Yeah. You don't even need to get Well, I that. figured that was probably going to be the main deterrent for you. I didn't think it was going to be as expensive as it was. Hit me with the number, dude. You always make me do the numbers. Oh, $600. That's it? Yeah. Oh, you no, were no, thinking... No, no, it's not... No, 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 no. It's not done. Oh, okay. Just so far, you've spent $600. So far. It's still... Uh, like home insurance is coming in to assess the damage underneath the boards. Oh, hell. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then my son comes into the room. He's like, you didn't get my text? I said, no. It was like 12 midnight. He's like, yeah, my car started overheating. <laughs> I'm like, well, I got I to gotta, gotta fix that. Okay, hold on a second. Let's, just, let's talk about that for just a second. So uh-huh. the car started overheating, which means he's probably got like a, like a radiator issue. I thought I thought it was just his um his coolant looked a little low. I filled that up, filled up his oil, and it still overheats once he starts driving. When it's just idling, nothing. When he starts driving, it happens. You're not doing that nonsense where you're putting water in the radiator instead of coolant. No, I had actual coolant. Sometimes you got to do that though to get you out of a bind to get oh, no from question. here to there. But no question. But yeah, it's run. It just it just overheats, and so we're we're towing it to a place tomorrow. He was gonna go to Michael's, but I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe not. So you're going to make him pay for it? Pay me back. He just got his new job. At the filet shiki <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And so I was just like, hey, just handle your business. And I'm so I'm paying for his, you know, his him to get around. And, and you know, those months where it seems like money's just flying out of the. It's pretty much every month of my life. <laughs> At least lately. Jesus Christ. Every time I, I get mean, a good supply going, it's all gone again. 
How does that happen? It's almost like the universe knows when you have a good, like, oh, I'm good. And then one month they're like, wrong, yeah, wrong. <laughs> Somebody upstairs, up up high in the sky is like, hey, watch me fuck up this come up right here. Watch. Dude, listen, bro. <laughs> and you know what? The thing is, I had to realize, hey, at least I am able to pay it. I couldn't imagine if I couldn't. I just was, I'm just able to pay it. I'm assuming it's going to be a little bit pricey on the other end. One good thing is I, my insurance people are wonderful. The, the person that's in charge of my case, she's very nice. She told me straight up. She's like, look, we're not, we'll pay for the labor for your plumbing, but we're not going to pay for the parts. We don't do that. I was like, no problem. And she said, everything else, I'm going to send out an emergency crew because sitting water is not good. So we're sending out an emergency crew ASAP to get the water uh, cleaned out and all that stuff. And then we're going to send a construction crew to get out there and assess damages and fix it up. And you'll just only have to pay the deductible. Have you heard the word wood rot yet? No. Okay, good. That's good. Always a good sign. But see, that's kind of cool because they charge so much for labor. You're getting a better deal, I think. I'm. It's going to be fine. Well, the thing is, worst case, even if, like she said, like the, the foundations, all she's like, hey, that's part of insurance. <laughs> what are you going to do? He's like, you know, we just got to, you know, get in there and find out what damages are. And we're just going to handle the business. This is perfect, though, because that's what you pay for, right? Otherwise, exactly. you're just giving oh, money away the entire time. So at least you're... If you have to go through this, at least it's covered and you're kind of getting your money, not necessarily back, but it's, it feels like it's well spent at this point, maybe. Bingo. And that's what I'm, I think from the, like, if nothing happens for the next 20 years, they're like, oh, that was a cheap thing. Cause we still got money from that dude for the next 20 years. We're good. Have fun. And so, uh, yeah, that's, it's just money has been siphoning out and it's like, man, I can't do anything this year. Christmas is how many days away? Uh, I don't even want to talk about Christmas right now. Let's get through Halloween and Thanksgiving first. Have you got your uh, costume? You asked me that already, Steve. I'm not going to dress the fuck up. What am I going to do? Where am I going to go, Steve? Can't go to Hollywood Horror Nights. Gee, I'm talking about when kids come up to your door. No. You're going to just look normal? Fucking A. Yeah, I, I don't even, yeah. I don't even know if I'll answer the door. Uh, this guy, dude. <laughs> I told you, every year we start getting towards this. I'm the guy that wants to like hang out on my on my on my roof basically and throw like raw chicken livers at them or something you know you say roof my roof yes what what, what now what now say roof you say roof yeah okay well good for you tomato tomato let's move on i don't know man i don't know you're always you're always analyzing me steve and i'm not really... <laughs> i am not I'm just ladies and gentlemen is he i know you can't answer directly but you know this shit is true but like sometimes i'll just say something and it comes out and i'll like immediately repeat myself because i know i done fucked up that wasn't the case. I think a lot of people say roof, Steve. Roof. Oh, I have no, no question. I thought roof is what a dog does. No, that's rough. That's roof. Rough. rough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just high. That's pretty good. That's what we've gotten to now. That's what the Heroes of Noise have been reduced to. Dan barking on a microphone. Speaking of which, before we get forward into the, uh, you know, the show, mm-hmm. how is the wonderful young woman doing in college? You know, that's a really good question, Steve. I wish I knew the answer to that. <laughs> she ghosted you? <laughs> Gee, we got ghosted. You raise this kid, right? You try to do the right things. You try to get them to be on the path to success. You make sure that they're nourished and cared for Uh and medically, um, you know, they're they're medically sound. Absolutely. Well-educated. And then you send them off. And they're so grateful at first. And then you're texting for the first week and you're getting all the details about, oh, I'm I'm fitting in. And, Uh you know, this is my... This is what my normal routine is, and I don't really have a lot of friends just yet, but I'm working on it. And then you start seeing a few pictures pop up on social media, like, oh, you got friends there now. There we go. You got friends uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. And yep. then it's like texting you. Basically, I'll just text and then nothing. 
don't maybe don't two use, days later i'll get a, a, a like a gif oh don't you say stuff about texting back then i'm just saying i'm sorry to make it not you, you. Uh, it was just a uh, very very much steve like the way she's treating me right now dan's been like he'll be like hey happy new year night uh, 2019 i'm like gee i sent that quite a ways all right you gotta a stop time ago. you've got gee, to you're you're bad at texting back bro i'm really good comparatively Late, you're not great you'll here's the deal though so like <laughs> we're gonna start like uh, measuring our dicks over texting. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cough into your ear. But um, I thought that was a laugh. You're like, <laughs> no, it was a kind of like a combination of both. Jeez, back. I'm still sick. It's fucking crazy. I hear it, bro. It's crazy. Wow. I think I'm gonna die. But anyway, what was I saying? So like, it's the quality, not necessarily the quantity of the text, dude. You know what I mean? I'll hit you back with information. You will. And, and you know, a thorough text of what's on my mind. I might even answer stuff from a couple texts before. But, yeah, so they're not as frequent, but you get the information. I will send you, like, hey, let's do these 9 to 15 things over the next three months. Dope. Uh, what do you think? And then I'll just get, like, a, a gif of Mike Tyson. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I By know I'm way, important to you. You made my day with that 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 news. I told you. People are going to start realizing she's a freaking star, and now it's happening. So they put her in the role of Lucifer. <laughs> hey, I'm t- it begins. It begins. Everyone else been called, oh, she couldn't play Wonder Woman. Okay, hey, okay. Wonder Woman ain't Lucifer, G. I understand. As a matter of fact, Lucifer is a harder role to play. Can you say that for sure? For sure. I just think it's like, oh, look at me. I'm Lucifer. I'm a pitchfork. I got wings and shit. No, it's the duality. I'm Beelzebub. You know what? Speaking of two names, speaking of the Dark Lord, it's been a while since he's been around, man. I think we, uh, I I don't like to do this a lot, but I think in the coming days, I'm going to go ahead and try to channel him, and and maybe we can have him on the show. I would do it today, but I know that he's going to talk through me, and I still don't have the voice for it. So catch my drift. We'll we'll do it next time. Here's the thing: I think that we should definitely uh, have maybe maybe he'd want to he'd want to interview you. I would, I would very, I'd be very interested in how that would roll. I uh, see, ladies and gentlemen, the, here's another prime example of, C, of Steve sidestepping future <laughs> endeavors that we have to do. I think it's every time he, he shows up. It's a, every time he shows up, I have a visual in my head, and it I, that shows how much preacher made an impact on me. Yeah, that's all I see. I only see that. But it's only. A, but you got to understand, it really is him, though. That's him. I don't know how he embodied this character that some actor played. But it totally is that guy. It's total. Dude, so if you want to know what the Dark Lord looks like, just look up Preacher Satan. And I don't know. I don't think they're the same people, but he certainly looks that way. Sure. sure. And the funny thing is they decided to use him for a whole, what, three and a half minutes. What Genius. a waste. What a fucking Genius. waste, man. <laughs> we don't even get. We were so excited. <laughs> what a waste. Read the comic. You know what, though? I love the show, but read the comic. Anyway, Steve. I mean, anyway. Anyway, you wanna, we're actually going to do actual reviews today, people. We are. We have some shit to talk about, for sure. Yeah, A lot. A lot of stuff to talk well, about. Well, let's not get carried away, Steve. We're not we doing do. a nine-hour show. This is probably going to be a little compact 90-minute gem for your ears. Oh, I thought we were going to... I had an hour of Gwendolyn Christie information. Oh, please. I guess I got to Proceed. So, really quick, I just want to make sure, because I think you gave me the answer to what you were saying, but you never really talked about it. You are out of Halloween Horror Nights. Too. I cannot afford okay. uh, Well, not saying I'm like, hey, you, I ain't saying she's a gold digger. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm just, I don't have a, I just would rather save money right now. <laughs> I don't even remember the houses that are there. So 
the mazes, whatever you want to call them. You know what? I'm just going to. Here's the funny thing. I haven't even heard. Remember the year that we didn't go? It was all over Twitter. Everything was Halloween Horror Nights. No one's talking about it. I think people are scared. I think people are scared to get together right now and go into enclosed areas with other people right now. Not in Florida. I mean, did you see a video in Florida, the Halloween Horror Nights, where somebody no. somebody cut the line. They went to go get a beer, right? And then they cut back in line, and all hell broke loose. Dude. There was like a massive fight. Hey, all- you should be able to do that. It just depends on how you're doing it. Like, like if you, your whole group leaves and then tries to cut back in line, I think that's a, yes, that's a foul. No, I think that's a foul unless well, unless you've um, you've kind of got this rapport with the people that are uh, in front of that's and true. back of you. No, you're right. Because then like, it's hey, like I'm gonna go get a beer. I'll yeah, then it's like hey, I got you. You need to go to the restroom or something. I got you. That's different. But I think what happened was, and I could be wrong about this because there really wasn't that much context. I think somebody just like stepped out of the line, came back, and then some Florida person decided to be a dick you're in florida dude you never floridian See, I, is that right yeah i okay. think so i think right. so okay because for me I, I would do this number i'd say hey um i'm gonna go get a few drinks uh could you save my space but like yeah and i'd say any of you want something i'd be like no they're gonna say no yeah they're gonna say no, no thank you exactly. i don't want you drugging drugging my drink you asshole oh yeah i did in florida they're not thinking about that <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like i live on this Can you Next. put some some ivermectin in there <laughs> They'll be like, this is just a beer. I'm like, yeah, that's what you, there's nothing in it. I'm like, no, I just gave you a beer. Shoot. Bummer. You ain't even got a Red Bull chaser or nothing? You know what I've been I don't know why they have Southern accents in my head, but for some reason I think Florida does have. Do they? I don't think so. Think of like, say, uh, well, let's talk about some of our friends. Kova doesn't have an accent. He's from Florida. So does Steve. He has an accent. But it's not like what we're doing. It's not a, a Southern drawl type thing. Is Steve from Florida? They're both from Florida. They live like down the street from each other. I did not know that. I think. They're pretty close anyway. Oh. They actually work together in the same house. Well, the thing is, I don't think, is Steve originally from Florida? Man, I don't know. You're writing a book? Exactly. exactly. Yes, I am. I'm writing a book called uh, Is Steve from Florida? And I'm going to rate it a 10. I, of know, course, because why wouldn't I? Hold on. Hold you, on. I'm getting a memory. It's coming back. I don't think he is. Oh, wait a minute. Where's I that think he might be from? from the New Jersey, New York area. Oh. With his lovely cousin, Ann. Oh. She's great. You ever met Ann on, on a Cenacast? No. She's fantastic. Hi, Ann. How are you? Well, shout out to Ann. Look at you knowing all these people. I'm not, in the, I'm not in the know. I try to socialize. You know, yeah, I, I'm I, not in the I, know. I try to rec- you know, recognize people's voices that I record with more than <laughs> once. You know? <laughs> Particularly when they have the most unique voice ever. Gee, it was an hour in, bro. Talking to you, Melissa. You know that, though. <laughs> Melissa stopped, though. She was like, wait a minute. How long did it take you to realize? I'm like, right now when I'm saying it? Because she thought maybe I'm just mentioning it then. And I was like, no, just now. I realized. Because they kept on saying Melissa. And I was like, I know I'm Melissa. I'm like, perhaps this is Slaughterhouse. And I said, is this Slaughterhouse? She's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it could literally be somebody going, hey, Steve. <laughs> and you'd just be like, do I know you? Like, it's, I've recorded with you nine times. I don't know who you are. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. know. I would have to do the Jim Carrey thing. Yes, Satan. Yes. You call her Satan? That's messed up, dude. No, I'm talking about the, the voice you just did. I don't know, G. Maybe I'm going to edit that out and just make you sound better. <laughs> <laughs> Sl- yeah, Slaughterhouse was like, are you freaking kidding me? I-, I said the same thing when you told me. I really did. 
But it was funny. All of us had a. a Did um, you have a chuckle? A chuckle. I had a huge chuckle. I laughed super duper duper hard. Hey, real quick, before we move along, and we will start doing the reviews right now because we kind of have to hurry up here. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to set the pace of hurrying up. I just need to let you all know. I wanted to. Speaking of spoiler, Steve, he was on the most recent episode of Startcast. Did you know this? He get- I did not. I imagine he gave something a 10. <laughs> Listen, to, <laughs> Steve's a really interesting motherfucker. Like they, those two talking together, something about Joe can bring out the conversation. Oh, because no he's question. got this fantastic gift of gab, which I wish I had. I don't. But he and Steve together, uh, they, you know, a little bit of history there. They've, they've recorded multiple times together. I'm sure they recognize each other's voices. Of course. Very, very interesting conversation. It's a fun listen. So I recommend you check out the latest episode of Startcast. We're featuring our friend Spoiler in. Steve. I am absolutely in. Um, he, Steve is a very. Both of them are. Both of them are interesting. One of them made uh, wrote one of the best um, zombie books that I've read in a in a while, man. Like it's just really good. I become death by Joe Stark. Jay Stark, I believe it's. Uh, you know how like Stephen King has his thing where he's a uh, oh, Richard yeah. Bachman. Yeah, I believe that it's uh, Joe is just going by Jay Stark. So. Spoilers. I love, dude. I I love that book, and I was so mad when he's like, "Yeah, that's not going to be a second one." I'm like, "Well, that would have been nice to know before the freaking cliffhanger." <laughs> he talks about why he's not really on that right now. I think you already know, but he does go into a little bit of detail of why he's not really going down the road of a sequel for "I Become Death." He's got a whole other thing going on, man. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. There's no question about that. Joseph Stark, ladies and gentlemen, check him out. He's fantastic. All right, you ready to talk? I'm absolutely, there was something, uh, you were saying that he was going to be on the, he was on the show. He did the Steam, uh, spoiler. Did I forget to say something? No, it was something that you, you brought to mind. You spoiler, Steve. I forgot, man. You know what, Steve? I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now that if, well, maybe it is though. So if it comes back to you, you just let me know. I will, I will definitely do that. I will definitely do that. Dang, he's, I, I'm still befuddled that he's from Florida. Funny things. Funny things. I don't think there. he is. Now that I, I'm saying like he lives there. Yeah, I, that, that befuddles the shit out of me for anyone living in Florida. But hey, that's, you know what, we're, we're kind of, <laughs> we're not being very fair to our Florida listeners right now, you know? They're, well, they're the in a situation, is, Steve. They can't help it. Well, the, the thing is, at least they could afford housing out there. California's getting to the point. I'm like, everybody that they said, hey, guess how much my house is worth? I'm like, what, $600,000? I'm like, doesn't matter, does it? He's like, nope, because I couldn't buy another house if I sold it. <laughs> so there's no point. In the, he's like, you're just sitting on money you can never use regardless. So I'm like, yeah, there's no point. There's just no point. <laughs> Who cares? You know where I hear it's the, the getting's good. It's really cheap over there, but you might have some issues. North Portland. Carolina. Oh, really? Very cheap over there. You can buy a badass house over there for very cheap. Oy, but, south. you know, it's the South. But okay. you know what? Atlanta, I really liked. I loved Atlanta. Were you? I did did like you feel it. like an Atlian? I did. I actually freaking did. It, it, there's, a, there's a vibe that's out there that's really cool. I think you would like Atlanta a lot, especially because of the housing prices. You'd be like, I can buy what for how much? It would be crazy. And since you have a profession that you could use anywhere, I just there's nothing keeping you here. I don't understand it. Uh, family, basically. Oh, well, you know what? That is true. It's a pretty big reason. African-American mother. I feel you. <laughs> this is true. She's a beautiful woman. What can I say? That she is. What can I say? So that makes me surprises. that yeah. makes me African-American, too, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, there's some his, there's some history back there. I told I you. One percent Congo. <laughs> is that true yeah are you on, kidding did on, you do your blood work bro you're really forgetful but i know we talk about I a lot am. of shit 
Yeah, I did my blood work. You gave me a bunch of shit about this. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. I wonder if people go, does Steve ever pay attention to anything? But I don't know. Yeah. So 1% Congo, bro. Look at you. I know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of mystery with that woman. It's possible. When I saw that picture, I was like, time the hell. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't even, you didn't even like, oh, this is going to shock you. Nope. I just look to find that you just were from her is like, wow, the melanin just escaped. You just had a, a Bill Cosby you right now. You! you. <laughs> <laughs> need to take this OVR. drink. No, don't drink it. Don't oh, drink it. Oh, man. You need to relax on the couch. <laughs> Isn't he free? Well, I'm sure he's expensive. He's not in jail book. anymore. No. And he's, uh, who was he talking about recently? Oh, yeah, he was defending R. Kelly. Oh, surprise. <laughs> surprise, surprise. How dude. come, like, birds of a feather stick together? You know what I mean? How come comedians are losing their minds? I don't know. The whole world's I'm losing its mind. Yeah. I am going to let now, it go. It's I, time and a place, you know? Yeah, let's play. Let's go move on. Let's talk about movies. We won't even talk about how your homie Jeff Bezos sent Shatner to space today. Was Not today. in space, G? Uh, technically, yes. Oh, that's They achieved weightlessness. Drive. Oh, if you achieve weightlessness, I think you're, you're in, space. in space. Yeah. Or just falling really fast. And you can tell quick, too. That's the thing. Like they shot him up there. I was watching the video and it probably took like, I don't know. I'm guessing maybe maybe 12 minutes or something like that to get to, you know, past the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And then they showed the inside of the capsule once it, it uh, I'm not a big, you know, <clears throat> aeronautical kind of guy. So I don't really know yeah. like the, the parts and everything. But once the rocket separates and the main hatch if you will is floating out there it showed them all weightless and when they came back down i gotta tell you i think william shatner is kind of a prick only the reason i say that is because i've seen the guy be really rude to people at a con before right and i've heard some things but what i'm saying is is that when the man came down and uh bezos goes to greet him he did this like seven minute conversation with him i was watching on on, uh, twitter and it was really sweet like he was so moved by all of that because you gotta think it's like Nothing you've ever experienced before. You know, oh, you, can, sure, you can sit dude. by a green screen all damn day and pretend you're in space. But when you're actually in space and, you know, you just don't happen to really be Captain Kirk, that's got to be pretty overwhelming. And dude, it was really no. neat watching him cry and just, uh, you know, as a 90 year old man, because it's like, oh, absolutely. You know, he was like, there's nothing in my life that's this is ever going to top or that will ever top this rather. No, so. it's, it's 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 a, a situation like, first of all, I, I don't know exactly what they did to get him prepared for that. Cause like did he did, he, he it doesn't seem like he suffered any space adaptation sickness. He was perfectly fine when he came back. Maybe it was just so quick that he didn't get. Yeah. Sick. I would think that it was because it's so quick. I, I don't think that they're in space for not even an hour. But your insides going weightless. Your insides are like, what is happening out there? Yeah. But apparently it just wasn't long, long enough to, to make him sick, but he came back apparently fine. I was in my brain. I was like, this could go really Really? That's what I said. I mean, it's always a good idea to send a 90-year-old man into space. Dude, G-Force alone. Yeah. The G-Force, how was he able to... Like, I want the story behind how was he staying conscious for that G-Force to push him into space? I don't know, but can we change our production name? Like, I think we need a production name, Steve. Like, our team production name. And I think we should call ourselves G-Force. Oh, wow. No? Not feeling it? Because I am a G. Yeah. And I am a force. And I'm a... uh, To be reckoned with. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Never I mind. I take it all back because I wanted to be <laughs> I wanted to be a G too. I was hoping you're gonna be like, because we're a couple of G. And I'd be like, yes, but it didn't really work out that way. So you just thought of yourself. You would have been a G again. had you had more of your mom's skin tone. I'm oh, sorry, oh, so I'm not okay. 
Three years ago, someone got invited to a cookout. Guess I'm not invited anymore. Made my famous potato salad and everything. Fine, sir. Fine. Potato salad. Would you put it, would you make it in the egg, your potatoes? How do you make a potato salad in an egg, Steve? You're being ridiculous right now. You can put put eggs into the potatoes. You could put the ba- you could bake the potatoes in your egg. You're being ridiculous right now. Stop it. You don't. That's my. He, let me tell you something. My friend from work, he only makes potatoes in his grill. He will never use an oven. He only uses his grill for potatoes. That's a he waste. He told of me charcoal. that's the only way I should do it. He's like, you should only make potatoes in a, on a grill only. Don't ever use an oven. I'm you like, tell okay. him to fuck right off with that. Wow. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> you grillers are like serious. But anyway. Yes. Sorry. We'll try this again. To the convo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So first of all, have you watched anything? I know you have watched anything that I haven't watched that you feel is oh, just like on. a quick noteworthy no, mention. No, I will not do. No, there's nothing I for a quick mention. No. Okay. Well, I want to consider this to be like a, a public service announcement. Okay. Really quickly. I know you haven't seen this yet, but I came across a movie on Netflix. <laughs> By the name of There's Someone Inside Your House. Have you heard of it, Steve? No. Really? You haven't? Oh, wait. I have. But I haven't seen a commercial or anything. I only seen it because Spoiler Steve gave it like a 12. <laughs> Don't they go to 10? <laughs> You're not kind. You're not kind to that guy. Seriously, man. Steve, I'm sorry. I don't know what it is about this guy. He's just always got it out for somebody. At least it's not me this week. We'll see. It's been Steve for a while, man. <laughs> there's, there's someone inside your house now on Netflix. It dropped on October 6th. The graduating class at Osborne High is being targeted by a masked assailant, intent on exposing the darkest secret of each victim. And only a group of misfit outsiders can stop the killings. This movie's directed by Patrick Bryce and written by Stephanie Perkins. Well, it's actually based on her novel. By Stephanie Perkins. And uh, screenplay was by Henry Gaiden. Stars Sidney Park, Theodore Pellerin, and Aisha Cooper, I believe her name is. Uh, I'm just going to do this really quickly, Steve. This movie <laughs> is yeah. absolute trash. It's just, oh, it Jesus. is just trash. I mean, with this time of year, you get a lot of these type of movies. But what this movie wanted to be, I think I could relate it to, say, like Scream or something like that. It was kind of like a Scream vibe. It wanted to be Scream, but it's just not Scream. Same idea. You've got this mysterious killer who's killing all these people that have these dark and dirty secrets. One of them happens to be a, a kind of a, well, I guess she's, you can call her a white supremacist. She has a podcast, and mm-hmm. she's got that. Uh, other ones, well, I don't want to really tell in case anybody watches this, but they all have their little dark secret. And the way that this this guy goes about killing people, this person goes about killing people, is they put on a mask of the person that they're going to kill, like a 3D printed mask. Okay. Yeah. And you know that because it shows it right at the beginning of the, um, like the credits. It shows. Oh, the, that's what got sh- you the 3D printing. There, I was like, buddy. okay, all right. I was, you know, yeah. I don't know if you know this or not, but it's, it's kind of my thing right now. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. And I, honestly, I think the best thing about this movie is the 3D print because. Nice. Because look, here's the thing. When the killer is eventually apprehended as one does yeah. get in these types of movies, he goes off on a monologue. And the dumbest line he says, but honestly, is probably the truest part of the movie is when he goes, do you know how hard it was to make these masks? Because yes, I do, sir. I'm having trouble with That's it right funny, now. That's funny, dude. Steve, you got you know, I don't know where exactly. I forget where they were, uh, where they were at, you know, geographically. But, you know, you get moisture in the air. Shit's going to go awry. True. It's really hard Very to dial true. in your, your X, Y, and Z planes. It's... Um, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It really depends on the filament yeah. you're using and, and hours uh-huh. upon hours. Particularly, you, what are you going to do? You're going to do like a 0.16 uh, layer height? You're going to do a 0.2? What guy. are we doing here? this guy. You know Come what I'm saying? Now. What exactly are we doing here? And with this guy, I'm thinking with his render, and he probably did a 0.16 
probably like a, uh, a layer height with a maybe like a 40 millimeter type uh, speed on impressive. it right there. It's, you know, it's something like that because they look fantastic. But he says that. He goes, you know how hard it is to make these masks? Yes, I do. Because they're fantastic masks. However, that's the only good thing about this movie. This movie is absolute trash. I don't recommend you watch it at all. And I'm going to go Jesus. ahead and give it, um, I'm going to give it one out of five, eh, one out Whoa. of five reasons to buy a 3D printer. That's it. Jesus. That's so it. So this was, that, that's some of the lowest rating you've ever done. Oh, this movie is straight up garbage, dude. Seriously, like I know I can be hard on some of the horror genre movies, but I don't know. Take every single little trope that you get in these uh, oh, these movies. Yeah, I won't say what they are because it's just it's just like they're ticking boxes, basically, of everything all these movies are supposed to be filled with, and it just does not come off well. The ending is dumb. the The um, climactic monologue of the killers is weak. It's just a terrible movie all the way around. So I personally say skip this one. Like I said, it's on Netflix. But if you have a kid that you're trying to get into these kind of movies, you know, something that's a little bit on the tamer side, I would recommend it then. But it's still going to stink. But they might like it because this is not for anyone that actually enjoys good horror slasher films or anything like that. Absolute trash. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. I'm doing you a favor, man. I'm telling you. I'm doing you a favor. I will not watch this movie. Yeah, don't. Really, honestly. And then... Real quick, I did another one that I actually kind of liked. Um, it's called The Voyeurs on yes. Amazon Prime Video. Now, you, I know you've heard of this one because we kind of talked about it a little bit here. But this one here, Pippa and Thomas move into their dream apartment, Steve. They notice that their windows look directly into the apartment opposite. This will set in motion a chain of events that will lead to disaster. And boy, does it, Steve. It's directed by Michael Mohan, written by Michael Mohan, stars Sidney Sweeney, Justice Smith, and Ben Hardy, not to mention, because she does have a lot of screen time, Natasha Lou Bordizo. This was a fun movie. Someone told me to watch it. Uh, uh, Faya, co-worker, she said, you know what? I think you'll like this movie. I know she knows why. I would probably like this movie. Uh-huh. I think Sydney Sweeney's pretty. Nah, don't perv me out. I think she's pretty, but the vocal fry drives me insane. But I said, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and watch it. Justice Smith is pretty good. So I, I don't have like super, super, super positive reviews about this. There's a few uh-huh. things that I could take definitely knock down. For instance, Justice Smith, you know who he is, right? Yes. Justice Smith does this thing with his voice. I don't know exactly what he's going for here, but he has this affect on his voice where it's like it's like it's like if I was trying to make my my voice sound deeper, but you totally know that it's not real. Boy, that would drive me bonkers. You get past it, but it's there. And uh, but they play this couple, and you know it's a it's kind of like a sexy movie because they start doing voyeuristic things, like they have these these binoculars and they're looking across the way, and the couple across the way, one of them is a photographer. I'm not entirely sure what the other one did, but when. The cat is away, meaning the wife, mouse starts to play. You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, yeah, the photographer invites a lot of people over for some photo sessions. And then, you know what happens then? She just starts getting knocked loose. You know what I mean? And but they're watching this go down and she, you can tell she's starting to feel very like she's getting turned on by it. But she's also becoming obsessed with it. And they figure out a way through Thomas's sister, Justice Smith, Thomas's sister, that um, she kind of. She gives her a little bit of insight, like, hey, yeah, well, we were back in college. Dude was obsessed about this girl, and he figured out a way to use a laser pointer to, you know, science, man. Send it over to a mirror. It bounces back, and somehow through magic and technology, we're able to hear what's going on in the room. Sounds illegal to me, you know? But be for that sure. as a, Yeah, for, sure. for this is, sure. It's totally shady. But they say, let's do that. And then, of course, they learn so much more. Um, 
This movie takes some twists and turns that I was actually kind of surprised with. It's not a bad movie. I was thinking that I was going to be watching, you know, looking at my phone a lot. I watched it at like one o'clock in the morning, started at one o'clock in the morning. And, at, you know, when I start movies that early, late, whatever you want to call it, I'm either falling asleep or I'm going for it. And I was surprised that I actually enjoyed this one. It's, you know, it's not going to make any top lists or anything like that. But if you're looking for a movie that's a little bit sexy, you know what I'm saying? Tells a little bit of story. It's kind of a, it's again, kind of a tamer type movie. Check out The Voyeur on Amazon Prime. It's not bad. I, I kind of liked it, if I'm being honest with you, Steve. I'm in. Are you, though? I, I mean, look, dude, it, it doesn't look like a bad movie. She's a little bit. I'm not. I don't, There's a lot know, of vocal fry going on. But I don't. I like movies where you're just like, well, where is this going? And worst case, I could do like folding of some folding of the clothes while I'm watching. You could totally fold your clothes while watching this movie. And maybe I won't be missing. Maybe anything. make some spaghetti while you're watching the movie. Oh, some spaghetti. Yeah, I don't know. What do you eat? Like zucchini noodles? Do something like that. Yeah, I could do that while I'm watching this one. And how long? Wait, wait. What is the runtime? The runtime. I can give that to you, sir. I actually have that information up. If it's over 90 minutes, I don't think I can do it. It's actually two hours long. It's a two-hour movie? It is. And, it, you know, like most two-hour movies, it can be condensed a little bit. But it's not bad. I Listen, I thought I was just going to watch it. I knew why this person was telling me to watch this movie. And I'm thinking, okay, all right, when that's done, I'll go ahead and just check on out. But no, not the case. I watched the entire thing. Like, I was wanting to know what happened at the end. And did the end surprise you? A little bit. A little bit. Hey. Yeah. It's got a little twist in it that I'm like, oh. All right, well, that's fucked up, but <laughs> it's got that kind of a twist to it. So uh, IMDb rating is 5.9 out of 10. That's not too bad. What are you rating it? Uh, what am I going to rate this movie? For our rating system, I'm going to go ahead and give this one two out of five naughty laser pointers. Now, yeah, now I'm going to have to watch it. Do that it. Means it's right down the middle. Yeah, do it. It's it's. You've seen much worse. We might talk about much oh, worse in a second. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. We'll I, yeah, I'm very eager to hear what you, uh, yeah, like in, in the future. Yeah. But you know, it, it's funny because we did, we did skip over a bit of film news. Well, then let's do it. Black Adam's trailer. That came out yesterday, right? It did. With a DC fandom. I have not seen it yet. Is it worth oh, watching? Oh, never mind. No, but is huh? it worth watching? It's more of a teaser. It shows his first kill. Okay. And it's pretty freaking cool. So we see, we see him in action then? Uh-huh. Okay, I will check that out. I won't even pause it and then like give my thoughts on it. I will no, check no, no, that no. out give it, Watch it later. It's I, nothing, there's nothing you can say. Like, it's a nothing thing. It's like, oh, we shot a scene and we've done the stuff with this scene, so let's show you the scene we shot. Is it an equivalent to the way. picture they released of him recently? But just in video <laughs> form? No, it's actually him in his... not. You don't see him in his Black Adam outfit, but you see him like outfitted you know what did you enjoy more the black adam trailer or rocks uh rap with uh tech nine oh my god dude which one's better i have to go with the trailer really okay you were yeah. a little higher on uh i was oh, we talked about this on rapped. patreon by the way so if yeah. it's, you know just if you don't know what we're talking about it's coming from a patreon conversation but i was just shocked i was shocked he rapped is all but this one i think you're you're gonna say you're gonna want to obviously we're all watching black adam because i could watch the rock in anything so I think it's going, it's right up his alley. This is what he was built to do. I watched this Jungle Cruise part. and enjoyed it, dude. I'm going to watch this. I liked it too. It wasn't good, right? I didn't exactly understand the, like, I had to just say, you know what? It, it, fine. I'll accept this weird explanation about who he is or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I thought it was good. Did you I get the, the 
like the puns he was doing at the beginning. Oh, that was so funny. Do you understand why he was doing that? I do not. So you don't go to Disneyland. So I figured you probably wouldn't get that. When you go on the actual Jungle Cruise in Disneyland, they have their their guide, who's usually like a 16-year-old girl or something like that. Just they, It's like their script that they do. You know? Oh, they do that? Yeah, because the track's never going to change. It's the same thing a thousand times a day, you know? So they just have like these little puns and jokes that they do, perfectly timed for when you... Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so that's what it was doing. I wouldn't mind being a cruise leader. Because somebody was... T- you know what? You would be a fantastic cruise leader. You are meant to work at Disneyland. <laughs> Although I hear they treat their employees like shit. But like... Oh, of course. But when I walked in and... If I walked in and saw you and you were doing your thing, I think you'd be perfect. I would I actually I would, picture would, you walking down Main Street with a straw hat and a red and white striped <laughs> shirt. Maybe, you know, busting out a washboard or something like that. You know what I mean? I would like to do the tram at Universal Studios. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. Although, I bet you when they get off, they're like, fuck this day. Oh, for sure, dude. There's no... Because it's not like they get sick days. So, you're going to be like... If you're sick in the front and you have to stand up the whole time. Yeah. And then people like... Well, we all know you don't call in for you. anything ever. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, you would do that. I'd be out. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm still I would home. do it for a day. And probably within three rides, I'd be like, yo. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Can someone come and get this kid? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tapping out. I've been standing up for freaking 20 minutes. My dogs are barking. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. All right, what's the next movie? Uh, let's see. Well, we have a choice. I'm going to let you make the choice, Steve. We have we, we, these are the movies that we've watched this week. We watched VHS 94. Okay. We've watched Superhost, and I, I think uh-huh. we have to choose between those two before we go any further. Okay, I, I'm going to pick the one you liked the least. How do you know? Because I have a feeling. Did you, did I send you the ratings on accident? You did not know you did. Okay, you did. all right. Um, I'm gonna go Superhost first. Okay, let's do it. Okay. With their follower count dwindling, travel vloggers Teddy and Claire pivot to creating viral content around their most recent Superhost, Rebecca, who wants more from the duo than a great review. What's a Superhost? I don't know. Does everyone know what a Superhost is? It's like an Airbnb. I didn't think thing, it was a right? real thing. No, I think if you have like an Airbnb and you get so many visits and positive reviews, you become a super host. Oh, that's cool. That's how I took it. Never oh. stayed in an Airbnb. I probably never will, especially after this goddamn movie. But man, you know what I'm saying? But it stars uh, is written by Brandon, excuse me, directed and written by Brandon Christensen, stars Sarah Canning, Osric Chow, and Gracie Gillum. Sarah Canning. Let's, huh. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Actually, you know what? Sarah Canning's not the one I was talking about. Gracie Gillum is the one that I really want to talk about. She's the one that plays Rebecca in this, who is the uh-huh. uh, the super host in question. Yes. Dude, I think we might have a little star on our hands here. I think for sure we have a star on our hands. Uh-huh. Like, she didn't... After the movie, I said, I believed that she was crazy. Yes. She <laughs> does crazy so freaking well. <laughs> and... This movie for me, don't get me wrong. I, I'm gonna tell you right now, I liked this movie quite a yes. bit. Actually, I found it very yeah. entertaining. Uh, you on, upon your recommendation, and because also because it was uh, you told me that Blitz Berlin. You guys, remember Blitz Berlin? We talked to Blitz. <clears throat> excuse me, we talked to Blitz Berlin when we you were did doing a great job. when we were doing the whole. We were with Brian and we were doing the yeah. whole uh, talk about uh, Psycho Gorman. But uh, they do the soundtrack to this, and so that wanted me that piqued my interest to begin with. But when I went into this. I can usually tell, like, I think you know what I like and what I don't of like. Of course. And the way yeah. that you sold this to me told me that I needed to watch this movie. And of course, you were absolutely right. It's 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 kind of a fantastic little movie, dude. It's fun. I, it's, dude, it is so, because the thing is, not to ruin it for anybody, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, 
But there's always one person in the couple that is just like, no, something is very, very wrong here. And the other was like, oh, come on. But this situation, I believed, I see why one of them will be like, no, people are just weird that way. I could totally see how it wouldn't, it would put my hairs on in, but I would have been like, you know what? Maybe they're just different. There's different people in the world, but it goes interestingly after a while. And then Barbara Crampton makes a random appearance in the movie. I was like, hey, she's like, hey, how are you? Hey. Hey. But it was just a, tell me what you, tell me your, no, it's your review. Tell me your review. Why is it my review? I already already told people kind of I liked it. On Patreon. Oh, that's true. Yeah, come on, man. Let me hear what you got. Well, it was one of those movies where I said, I know where this movie's going. No question. Yeah. But then when the movie, it's how they get to where they're going. I was like, oh, I'm in. There are certain parts where I'm like, not many. Some actresses are, they don't commit. This actress committed all the way, even on a little video vlog interview they do in the movie. I was like, man, she's going 120%. She is in. They told her the character. She's like, okay, well, then let's rock and roll. And man, she committed to crazy, bro. Absolutely. Absolute. And then there's some actual creepy moments where you're like, what is happening right now? Like how this house that they're in. And I know this movie's budget couldn't have been that much. They just made a lot with what they had. Yeah. It was just a really smart idea. I great production I re- design. Great production design, dude. Great makeup. You know, even the wardrobe was fine. Nothing fantastic, but everything just seemed legitimate. You know That's what I mean? It. Like, I, like this exactly. could truly happen. You know, it's it's oh, yes, no it's, question. It is quite far fetched, but crazy shit, crazier shit's happened. I'm sure. But I know what you mean. I don't know if you're talking about this particular scene, but there is a, a scene towards the end when shit's going down, and uh, it involves like the the, the big room. In the house, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And the uh, antagonist is basically watching them through the window. Oh, Jesus. And just staring at them, covered like, in blood. Oh, shoot. And then she does that thing that for some reason always jacks with me in movies, which is in a good way, of course, is she takes off running real fast and out of sight. Where, where's she going? You know, how does she get there? How does she get in here? There's a lot going on in this movie. And you're, you're going to ask yourself these questions. You're like, okay, where, where's, where's the entry point? You know what I mean? You'll know what I'm talking about when I say that. Oh, yes. And then later on, you realize, oh, it's just a lot of it. They really tried to wrap it up. They're yes. like, I know what you're thinking you're going to ask. And then later on, you're like, oh, that's what. And man, when you find out what's been happening this whole time and where certain people have been, this, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. How certain people uh, name oh. themselves. and Dude. Uh, it was a really fun movie. You know, I think you and I both know that this isn't going to be an Oscar winner by any oh, means. Oh, hell no. But it's really, really fun, particularly this time of year. So if you haven't, oh, it, yeah. it's on Shudder. So you're going to need Shudder or a creative way of getting this movie. But if you do stumble ap- across Superhost, I highly suggest you watch this one. It was it was basically jam-packed with fun the entire time. Oh, no. And th- I can't wait to follow this director. Like, what's next? If they, If someone gives them a budget, budget, budget... I think, but some directors, they shouldn't get the butt. They should be like, do what you're doing now. Don't even get the all this money. Keep doing what you're doing and just make it happen because they're really good with this amount of money. I mean, and the, the, the what, one thing you guys will like is this dude that's in one of the people are not, one of the protagonists is not a superhero. 
at all. Yeah, that made it he's more real. He's a normal person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's a normal person. Exactly, because usually when you have a certain movie with a particular type of formula, much you know something like this, your your protagonist tends to you know bulk up towards the end a little exactly, bit. Exactly, dude. And, and, and this dude's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you know what? You're on your own. I'm going to be over here. (laughs) And then like, hey, we got to go outside. And he looks as scared as it like, there's a point where he's like, hey, go check and see what that noise is. He's like, what the, what am I going to do? Yeah, this is, he's not a big man. (laughs) You know, I'm just saying he's in, he's small in stature. Yes. And it made it more real for me for him to just be like, nope. Just, no, I'm not freaking Jason Bourne. What am I going to do if I find the sound? Haven't you seen these movies? I know what's going to happen. Yeah, he's, he's not having that at all. But um, I love that. I love that. But I will give the rating I'm giving it is an easy 2.75 out of five. Uh, uh, proposals. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, we're the same numerically. It's 2.75 out of five crazy eyes for me. Oh, dude, she's, I mean, she's fantastic. I can't wait to see what she does next. Yeah, dude. She's, she's so good. I really hope that she gets something that allows her to really like expand her acting talents because I don't think we've seen her best work yet. Could be wrong. Oh, no. Maybe this was it. I don't think I'm wrong, though. Like, there's just something very, something radiates off this actress. For sure. And I think for that sure. she deserves if, all the accolades for this movie. I really do. Well, like, if she blows up, both of us are going to be like, yeah, no surprise. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we saw it as, yeah. Be like, so, or we'll be watching a movie and we'll be like, hey, doesn't she look from? We're gonna both be like, doesn't she look familiar? And we're, oh my god, that's Homegirl. That's when I that's refer you to episode one seventy one of Heroes of Noise. Oh, you know what I mean. So you remember that number that way if you ever have. Oh, to pass for it sure. On. Just like like when I talk about Gwendolyn Christie, I'm like, oh no, she's gonna be like, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. We'll see. This still has. Uh, we'll see. I'm not knocking her acting, dude. Don't try to turn it into something like that. It's not yeah. that at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just glad if that I'm not. On the show, I'm, I'm going to refer to this. Okay, yeah, work on that. I'm just glad that in the past I'm not the only one. I think it was Jake. I think I think Jake. Oh, for sure, Jake. He told yeah. he said uh, that's the most something like that's the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jake and his honesty, man. He is not fucking around. It was so funny. Yeah. So All right, what's that? yeah, Superhost, ladies and gentlemen, check that one out. All right, let's move back up the list, Steve, and we'll talk about a movie that is also on Shutter, uh-huh. and from what I have heard is. There's a lot of word of mouth about this movie. I that's uh-huh. which is the reason because I had a couple of to choose from. I still haven't watched The Manor, by the way. I need to do that. Oh yeah. So I chose whatever. between The Manor and I chose between uh, or excuse me, I chose between The Manor and VHS 94 is the movie that we're talking about. So let's get that one pulled up here. All right. So this comes from. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, full disclosure. I don't think I've ever seen a VHS movie. They're all. Oh Jesus. Yeah, I know. I know. I'll I'll, I'll take my my licks on that one, but. Is it like the same type of a situation for each yes. movie? Yes. Found footage type of a situation? Yep. That we may not Bingo. even know who the hell's watching this Bingo. found footage? All right. Yes. First All right. one was just, first and second one were just, my lord, so good. A police SWAT team investigates about a mysterious VHS tape and discovers a sinister cult that has pre-recorded material which uncovers a nightmarish conspiracy. It's uh, There's multiple directors in this here. Simon Barrett, uh, he does the segment of The Empty Wake. Steven Kostansky, Steve. Does that name ring a bell? It should. Do you, before I say it, anything? Any guesses? No. Mr. No. Kostansky was the director and the makeup for um, Psycho Gorman. Shut up. Uh, okay, I'll stop right now. That is so cool. Here's the weird part. Psycho Gorman, super host, 
Blitz Berlin, tie it all together. See how we do that? That's crazy. We planned it that way, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we get when you come, when you come onto the Heroes of That's Voice. That's what you get. That's what you get, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, but his uh, segment was the Veggie Masher. Do you recall that one? The Veggie Masher. Which one? What, wow. What would they call? What segment would be called that? Veggie Master. Masher, as in like mashed potatoes. Okay. There we go. And then, of course, there's a uh, Simon Barrett who was the writer for The Empty Wake. These names don't really mean a lot to me when it comes to this particular movie, but it, basically what you're looking at is uh, it's just a, uh, it's like watching a, I don't want to say like an anthology type of a situation, but you have these multiple stories and they all tie in together in one way, shape or form at the end. And uh, I will tell you that I didn't know what to expect because I haven't really seen a VHS movie before. So I'm going to kind of grade this one into its genre like there this movie definitely has a certain genre where you have independent filmmakers doing these movies i imagine on a pretty you know shoestring budget i don't know how much this movie cost to make but yeah it's it's making something out of nothing basically Absolutely. and and there are a lot of horror movies that come out i mean they're all over the place but this time of year you start to see a lot of that you can tell that it's not it doesn't have a huge budget maybe the 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 visuals aren't quite on par and whereas you have like a lot of gore, which this movie is just chock full of gore, you have to appreciate the the practical effects with what they have to work with. Does that make sense, Steve? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like they they're doing a lot with a little in this movie. Yes. Yes. And what really what I what I took from this movie mostly was I appreciated all the practical effects and the sets and everything like that. As far as the stories go, uh I don't know. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that I like completely enjoyed this movie. But again, if I'm watching it through the the lens of that type of a low budget horror movie, it's okay. I know that might be a little bit like um, confusing as far as like what what the hell's Dan talking about. But there are definitely some some really cool things to take from this one, and some cool little story plots. It's just that sometimes I don't know if exactly the acting really sold it to me. You know, let me ask you a question. What was your favorite segment? Uh, easily the um, uh, the vampire one. Yeah. Any particular reason other than the obvious? Oh, you know what? No. Empty Wake. This is. I really liked Empty Wake. Uh, are we talking about the uh, Indonesian crazy man? No. Uh, it's the one. Oh no no no! The empty wake. I'm sorry, dude. I just completely blanked. The empty wake is yes, exactly that. It is the wake. Really like that. Yeah, one, I, I completely blanked for a second. And by the way, Steve, they do call them. I remember the titles are there, and one I think maybe oh, I in the that. credits, perhaps. But okay. the empty wake was my favorite one. That, that was, was creepy as hell. <laughs> yeah, because let's take all of the supernatural stuff out of it. If Ooh. I had to have that job that that woman has, which is basically. Watch, you know, you're someone ha when people die and they have wakes, someone has to oversee the wake so they can close Absolutely. up shop when they're done, make sure no one's messing with the corpse or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so this woman has this, it's in the middle of a, was it a hurricane? I think it was a hurricane. Yes. Middle hurricane. of a hurricane. So no one's coming to this thing. Right. And she's sitting there in this empty room with this coffin. Jesus. And, um, that alone would freak me out. I'm not afraid of the dead. I see dead people all the freaking time in my line of work. But when you put it into a, Funeral type setting. Dude. When I when you put a coffin in there, something's gonna jack oh, with dude. me a little bit. I don't know and why. The that. lights not working. Lights stuff not like that. working. Yeah, yeah but dude. so you you know, um, and then you also have to with these movies because they are found footage movies. 
you have to, you know, quote unquote found footage movies. You sort of have to do the suspension of disbelief in the fact that, wow, they just got all the good angles. You know, (laughs) it's like you have to you have to be forgiving with that, because if you just go into it, this is bullshit. Obviously, it's bullshit. But if you go into it, it, you're going to hate the movie. So you kind of have to just go in with this one sort of uh, empty handed and just let shit happen. But yes, the empty wake was super dope. And the way that that particular segment ends, dude, is horrifying. To be quite honest, it's horrifying. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Like, I could watch a lot of horror movies, but that one genuinely creeped me out. Oh, there's no... Like, I think it's a universal thing where people are just like, that was a legitimately creepy sec. Like, because one dude on uh, Twitter was like, I was good, it was fine, but he's like, I had the lights off and that empty wake wake segment really had him on pins and me like, whoa, I am... I have to turn these lights on. That's spooky as hell. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, it's a, it's a, it was very well done. I am very happy that I, I, if anything, just for that segment, I was like, Jesus, that's fantastic. And then like, we won't talk about each segment, but the one that yeah. we did refer to, which is at the end involving a vampire. And I don't really, uh, are we giving anything away on that one? Should I give a spoiler? A We're kind of giving it away a little bit. So. But you kind of, you kind of catch it. Uh, oh, that's true. I just, you know, what's funny. The first time I saw it, I thought I accidentally rewound it. You know, because what? something happens again. Well, it goes, and I'm like, it goes in I? a different direction, kind of towards that last, right? I mean, I thought, yeah, because they they do something twice, mm-hmm. and then you're like, did I accidentally rewind this thing? Yeah, and they just did this twice, but then after the third time, I said, oh, this person has some sort of thing, yeah. that they keep on, and that's when I immediately was like, but around the same time is when uh, something happens where you're like, oh, it's obviously this. Right. So I caught on when the show, the segment wanted you to catch on. Sure. I wasn't ahead of the game. Right. And so in that sense, I think we may have actually spoiled it slightly, but I will tell you that I don't think that this, and personally speaking, I don't think the story is so strong that we've truly ruined anything for you. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a a fun fun. watch. Some people may not like it. It's not, this is not going to be for everyone. I mean, you kind of have to like found footage movies to begin with. I'm sort of no CGI. You guys have to be okay. Zero CGI. A lot of practical, like old school, low budget, practical effects is there. So if you know, and I think that this is going to relate for more of the older horror fans or true tried and true horror fans that like absolutely all spectrum of, you know what I mean? The whole spectrum of the genre. I think that it will, this is the kind of movie that you'll gravitate to. I think that if you're just going into a movie and, you know, maybe perhaps there's someone inside your house is more your speed. I'm not just throwing, I'm literally saying it. You may not like this movie. It's not going to be for everyone. I enjoyed it. I didn't love it, but I found it to be quite entertaining. Likewise. likewise. So what's your rating? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give VHS 94, a 1.5 out of five exploding bunnies. I will give it a two out of five. A two out of five creative vampire effect. Yeah, I know. I had to actually freeze frame that to see what exactly was going on. I think there's a mask like that, very similar to over at the Spirit oh, Halloween sure. store right now. But yeah, yeah very. They, they, are, they were not playing with the. This is one of those things where if you showed up to the set, there are makeup trailers. Yeah. Just for the practical putting on stuff. Like that old school, you know, you know, Tom Savini type stuff, you know, uh, like, um, oh, if you liked, um, shoot, Dust Till Dawn, you're going to like this because of the, pra- the, the, the masks and practical effects they use. Yeah. Not that they're really similar, 
in in storytelling, no, but no, no, I no, see no, what no, you're no. saying there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's VHS 94. Check yes. it out. Um, I hear that the VHS movies, I did hear this part, that the VHS movies start out strong, and then they oh, kind of just dwindle as the time goes on. So yes. you've seen them all? Yes, I have. So where does this the one rank? The first two go, oh, that this is a right around, right before the, the third one was the VHS, I forgot, oh, Viral. Uh, that was the worst one. Yeah, I heard the that one was one's the best one. The second one was really good. Like both the first two VHS, if you watched them, you'd be like, oh, these are fantastic. You'd love them, dude. What would be your favorite found footage movie? Oh, man, that's a fantastic question. My favorite found footage movie. It would have to be some some zombie film. It, it would most likely be a zombie film of found footage. Were you a Blair Witch guy? Oh, I thought it was terrible. I kind of liked it because I think um, when I first saw it, I really didn't. I, I wasn't like, uh, oh, horror is my specialty. You know what I mean? So when I sat oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. watched this movie, I don't think I'd ever seen a found footage movie before. And the uh, way that they played that one was semi convincing. So, yeah, I was kind of interested in that. That was my first, uh, you know, go around with found footage movies. So I, I have a, I got a little special place in my heart for that one. We, I know I'm, I'm I know I'm missing a found footage. Oh, I'm missing a bunch of them. This is definitely your territory. Hold on. I'm about to... Well, found footage, wouldn't that kind of... Would you consider... uh, And I'm not going to bash or anything like that, but The Monster Project, would you consider that a found footage movie? That is a found footage movie. Yeah. Guess what, Steve? I'm going to go back this time around. I'm really going to go... I've said it before. (laughs) No, no. I've said it before, but I I feel a little more positive and optimistic. I think I'm going to go back and try to watch that one again. Now that my horror chops are a little more... You know, I've cut my teeth in the horror just a little bit more since we've been doing the show. There we... Well, you know, it's funny. Um... There are a few that I forgot. Searching was a good found footage movie. Oh, Searching was good. That was good. Wait, Parents, that's the one. All the, Searching was the one where he's uh, looking for his daughter, right? Bingo. Yeah, that that's movie a was, really that good movie one. ruled. The the paranormal activities are all pretty good. Yes. Um, uh, oh, The Visit was good. That's not a found footage. Oh, it kind of is. Yeah, dude, that was a pretty good freaking movie. <laughs> well, if we're throwing that one in, then that's my favorite. Chronicle. Another one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I forgot a lot of these, dude. I can never remember oh, the name sh- of that movie, Chronicle. I don't know why. I'll it'll that dude that plays like the main, the main yes. antagonist in that one that was also like the Green Goblin, I think, in another movie, in, in another movie, in the Spider Man Garfield. Wasn't he the Green Goblin or was he Hobgoblin? Green Goblin. Oh, I might be wrong, dude. I think he was Green Goblin, but um, yeah, I've, I think I've only seen those Garfield movies like once. A, one apiece. But uh, that dude's kind of freaky. And he comes up in conversation for some reason all the time. And I'm always like, oh, that guy from... And I can never... From the thing. I can yeah. never remember the name of Chronicle. So maybe I'll forget again. Who knows? You know Who cares? What, we uh, we did also didn't talk about Hell House. That's a found footage movie. I have not seen Hell House. Troll Hunter is a great found footage. Lake Mungo is a found... I gotta just send you a bunch of great horror found footage movies. Steve, sounds what? like you're gonna do an article on, on heroesofnoise.com recommending your favorite found footage movies. Am I right? Oh, for sure. And Frankenstein's Army. Yeah, great. Fun. I, I, or I'll just have a list of them on Facebook. I would love that. But we'll put it on the, and on then, the, um, I'll put it on the I'm website. Sure, uh, yeah, so people could just rate it at a 10 out of... Anyway. I'm sorry, Steve. It's not... It's. <laughs> I'm sorry, spoiler, Steve. I don't know what's going on with this guy. That today. commercial... Is a nine. <laughs> Have you ever seen Ajax in such a light? Do you know if he rate, did he rate? There's someone inside your house. Oh no! But I sent I sent you the Twitter link though. All right. He liked it. Yeah, he liked it. It huh? Uh huh. We got to get Steve back on. The show. <laughs> <laughs> I would 
love to hear you guys because he might convince you that it was good. He might be no, able to be like, "There's no oh. fucking way he'll convince me that this is good." No, uh-uh. <laughs> there's no way. That's insane. You really did not like that movie. I thought at it was absolutely seriously. I will. I will say that, that there's movie. someone inside your house is probably the worst movie I've seen this year. Holy crap! And if it's not literally that one, it's like right next to it. It's bad, dude. Oh, you hated this movie. I hated it. It was you worse. finished it just to see what was going to happen, and maybe that it redeemed itself, and it did not. Well, I just you know I kind of judge my. It depends. Also, like a you know, if you listen to the Patreon show, the last one recorded, I was super super foggy, and I was not feeling well. Ah. So when I'm foggy, it's hard to pay attention. That said, I had to go back and kind of watch a little bit just to give it a fair chance because I will do that sometimes, and I didn't even get all the way through it again. I'm like, no, this movie is absolute trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, there it is. There it is. All there. Right, what's next? The last review we're going to do is a movie that just came out this weekend. If you uh-huh. are afraid of going to the theater, guess what? You don't have to because you can watch it on Peacock with if you have, if you have premium, of course. And that's exactly what I did. I made that choice. Uh, it was like a last minute choice. And I'm I'm glad I did only for the fact that I was comfortable when I watched the movie. You yes. know what I mean? The one that uh-huh. we're talking about is Halloween Kills, and it's the sequel to the 2018 Halloween. Uh, what would we call that? It's not necessarily a. a a reboot is it kind of a and it's more of a kind sequel. Of a reboot. Well, no, yeah, not necessarily because not necessarily because the original Halloween starring Jamie Lee Curtis back in 1978, I believe. Oh, it is. Where a sequel. He, yeah, it's a sequel. It's a direct yeah, sequel a to sequel. that movie. You had That's a whole true. bunch of other Halloween movies all the way up to, to I think the last one was maybe H2O, if I'm not mistaken. It's I did a sequel to that. I saw a lot of those movies, but they, none of them really grabbed me. The one with Busta, no. that one didn't grab me. None of them really did. Even the one with <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis's return didn't really grab me. But they're all entertaining in their own right. Yeah, they're. Fine. But 2018 comes around, and suddenly we've got like a whole new vibe of hollow yes. of Halloween. Like Michael Myers yes. is the um, oh yeah. By the way, there's the Rob Zombie movies, which I personally didn't care for. Did you? I'm sure you watched them. I'm not a big Rob Zombie. Uh, his his directing style. But yeah. I appreciate that he kept keeps horror alive though. Yeah, for sure. I respect that. But I just those movies didn't really grab me that much. It was kind of nice to see what uh, uh, Michael Myers looked like when he was a kid, a little bit closer. But other than that. I would say skip it. If you want to watch a solid Halloween movie, watch the first one and then go into Halloween 2018. Fantastic. Yes. Man, we're not talking about that movie, but it's fan fucking tastic. I loved it. it was, yes. The kills were fantastic. Uh, the script, the way that the characters play off of each other, Jamie Lee Curtis, Judy Greer, all just everything's firing all cylinders with that movie. And it was one of my favorite horror movies in the last few years. Now we get to Halloween kills. It's an hour and 45 minutes long. Saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode continues in the next thrilling chapter of the Halloween series, which is going to be a three-part series. I believe the next one comes out in 2022 or 23, and it's Halloween Ends. It's going to be the, the, you know, the conclusion to the trilogy. So here we are in the middle of it. Halloween kills. Steve, I want to hear what your thoughts are. Dan, so I go into this movie, uh, you know, my, my expectations were pretty high mm-hmm. because I just love my horror that, you know, Michael Myers is one of the, like, you know how they have the universal monsters? Yes. Nowadays. Mount Rushmore of horror. Yes. Nowadays it's like Freddy, Jason, Michael, like those are the nowadays Rushmore guys. Like they're major. Dan, this may be one of my favorite horror movies of the year. Really? Yeah. Okay. No question. It might be I have not yelled at a screen. And here's the sad part. Here's the sad part. You're not supposed to root for Michael Myers. Uh-huh. There's a point in this movie where I started to root for him. Being like, oh, this shouldn't happen like this. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I felt a little uncomfortable. I don't know why I felt uncomfortable, 
But it's like a group of people that if anyone else was in the middle of this group, it could go another way. I'm like, I think you guys are getting a little bit. Anyway. And so I was just like, I'm kind of rooting for Miguel. And so, um, Miguel, my (laughs) air. And so, dude, I had so much fun through. And let me tell you something. Every single scene that Michael Myers is in in this movie is a poster. Whatever stance he's in. Yeah, he's stunning looking. Scary as hell. Stunning, dude. The way they have his mask, the way he light, they light him. Every there's a part where you're just like, oh, this is a psycho where he's picking a knife to use, and the way he does it, I'm like, oh, dude, this is how you show a person that you're crazy, where you're just stabbing things into something until you find the knife you like. Yeah. I'm like, this man is crazy, but I. Totally had fun with this movie. After it was over, I was tempted. I just never do this. But I was like, oh, I, there's not a question. I'm going to watch that again. I just thought it was great. It really set up the sheer power of this thing that we're dealing with. And I love how at the end, they kind of reckon with a reality that a lot of other movies have not, where it's just like, what are we dealing with here? Like, really? Yeah. Like, what are we dealing with? Because- Anyway, not to ruin anything, I loved it. What did you think? Uh, Steve, I really didn't like this movie at all. (laughs) (laughs) I tried, man. You know I love me some Halloween. Of course, You know I do. Didn't we not have so much fucking fun when we went to Halloween Horror Nights in the Halloween maze? It was fantastic. We're shrieking like little girls in there. I love Michael Myers, okay? Absolutely. He was one of the most iconic characters in horror, period. Yes. And I'm not... I'm not saying I hated this movie, but there was a lot to be disliked in this movie for me personally. Yes. And okay. I will go back and watch it again just because, you know, we got a prescription prescription. <laughs> Lord have mercy. We have a subscription to Peacock and I want to go ahead Absolutely. and just watch it again, you know? Yeah. But and maybe I'll think differently the next time around. But here's the thing that kind of got me about this one. And, and please correct me if I'm wrong. OK. OK. Set me in the right direction. I'm serious about this when I say this. So. Michael Myers or Miguel Mayer, as we called him earlier, has, he's, he's like, you know, he's known for the slow walk. He's, uh-huh. that was like a very, um, very characteristic trait of like Absolutely. 80s, like Jason. Jason was kind of quick, but he still slow walked yeah. too. But that's a thing that they did in these movies. And I've always kind of found that cool. Even if it's like, how does he get in? How's he catching up to him? This guy's yeah. just walking down the street. How's he catching up? You know, I, I still liked that. Absolutely. Um, he is on steroids in this movie. In my opinion. Oh, no. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, okay. Are you going to, you can correct me. Please We're going to have to push a pause. We're going to, for people who haven't seen it, it would be a spoiler, a major spoiler. For what I just said? He's not literally on steroids. Dude. No, what? No, what I'm about to say. Oh, gotcha. Okay. All right. So he's not on steroids, ladies and gentlemen. Stay away from this. No, 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 no. But good, what I say to let you know what's happening. Yeah. It would be a ruiner for people that don't know what's going to happen at the end of All right. Movie. Well, I'll try my best to not spoil okay. anything because it is very, very new. Uh, I just felt that he was, it was like a supercharged version of Michael Myers mm-hmm. versus what I recall seeing. There's lots of sequels. And like I said, we're staying canon with this one and only in counting, we're only counting the last, the first and then the last one that just ha- happened to rather. Sorry, I'm losing my breath again. But I, I hmm. there were some disappointing things in this one where it's like, you know, 
Laurie Strode is not really in this movie very not much. Not at all. And not I don't think that's a spoiler. It's just it's just a truth. No, it's She's just not, facts. Yeah. You know, because if you recall from the last one, you know, she, she they had the big climax. Uh, the house was burning and they're taking mm-hmm. her to the hospital. You see that in the trailer where she's like, let it burn. Let it burn. Yes. That trailer had me so hyped, bro. So oh, hyped. Listen, listen. And we get into this one and it just it's hmm. I can't quite put my finger on it, man. But there was just certain things about this one that kind of got to me. And and another thing is, it kind of took that uh, going getting back to scream. It kind of took like a scream turn on you a little bit because you know it has to do with. Um, and this happens a lot in certain uh, franchises. You know, maybe yeah. like your third, your fourth movie, you start getting to this yeah. thing where like the the group of people are getting together. And it's it's like you know old school Frankenstein. The townspeople are getting together. They're going to go after somebody. Yes, and. The way that was executed and the leader of all of this, who was Tommy, uh, what was his last name? I can't even think of it. Anyway, it's, it's played by Anthony Mike. He's played by Anthony Michael Hall. But uh, Tommy, son of a bitch, I can't think of his name right now. Hold on. I got you. Tommy Doyle is who I'm thinking of. Okay. So you're going to see in this movie a lot of like, oh, hey, there's that person. They, do, they, they take the original people and they did a very good like Donald Pleasance impersonator. They bring these people into the movie and you do see like um, what I thought was kind of cool was like the night that they literally first caught Michael Myers. You see that scene and there are some flashbacks that go down and stuff. But when you see the, you know, Tommy Doyle, for instance, in his adult form and it, it, oh, here's a good example. They got a little bit of like it part two on me in this one. Do you know what I'm saying? The youngsters come yeah. back and they're going to go and defeat, you know, the big bad and everything like that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I'm fine with that. That's totally okay. I mean, I really wanted to see more of like the Laurie Strode part, but I have a feeling we're going to get that in the next one. Though there was an interview with her recently where she said that uh, Halloween fans are going to be angry. I don't know if that's a way to sell a movie, but that's what she said. And so take that with a grain of salt. And we'll see what happens in a couple of years. So anyway, it's the way that... I'll just say it, Steve. You know, when you start getting a lot of white people and they're chanting and stuff, and they're all in a group, and it looks like like Jan- like January sixth, I listen. I got turned off by I that. Started rooting a little bit. Yeah, on me. that's when it because it just yeah. it, it gets ridiculous in this part. But that's, it was on purpose. He they knew you're not gonna like what's happening, and you're gonna end up rooting for this terrible. Situation, yeah. sure enough. And you, you know what? To. I'm taking that into consideration because I really never looked at it from, well, never. I watched it yesterday. But I, I didn't look at it from that angle of, hey, maybe we're supposed to root for the bad guy on this one. Because you will. I think you will. If you if you um, are a fan of the movie, and particularly Michael Myers, you're going to start rooting for him. You're totally right about that, Steve. But there was, why would we give all those people guns? You know, like it was the logic of it, man. It was just like, let's just give everyone that has never shot a gun the most dangerous gun that they could possibly be holding that right now. You know, within reason, of course. Of course. And and then this whole well, mob, it's kind of like America. Yeah. It's, it, well, that's the thing. Everyone has and, and, like doesn't matter if you should or not. Yeah. You got one. And I don't like to I really, really don't want to throw any type of politics into this. But no, I, no, 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 I, no, no, I no. can't help but notice that I really feel that that was intentional. That was an intentional nod to like a January 6th type situation, in my opinion. And I'm not I'm not going to go down that road anymore, but it, it gave me that vibe. You think this wasn't? You think this wasn't? Yeah. Because they make you not like them yeah. from a previous scene, how crazy they are. I could say the same thing, by the way, about VHS 94, the, the final segment. Dude, most things are this. Yeah. Like right now, you can't escape well, it. Well, yeah, and it's so just directors the directors are like, you know what? I'm going to put this into my... 
and I hope sure. they catch it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The I purge does catch. it fantastic, you know? So, yeah. Um, but, I, you know, all politics aside, I just felt that the way that they carried out the mob mentality, like the, the way the mob actually behaved. Yes. No, granted, there are no civil mobs, right? Like, no. you're not going to have your, your, your biggest thinkers <laughs> in a mob situation. <laughs> so, and trust me, it's just full of mouth breathers, breathers in yes. this scene. Um, yes. I just found that to be very, very cheesy. The way that these people... I, I was cool with it. Like, I could totally yeah. deal with that. Okay, there's a mob, yes. and that's what's going on in this movie. But then the script starts getting involved. And what got me the most was the catchphrase of this fucking movie, which was evil dies tonight. And the way that these people keep saying it. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't just watch this movie. I'm not saying yeah. don't watch this movie. Folks. I'm with you. you should watch this movie. I, I'll tell you that particularly if you like the Halloween franchise, but the way that they are carried out, the way that these people are just keep going evil dies tonight. Really fucking just, I just thought it was really stupid, to be honest with you. I thought it was the worst part of the movie. The mob was the worst part of this movie. And here's the other thing that I don't necessarily dislike, but I have to acknowledge, getting back to what I was saying earlier, this is Michael Myers on steroids in this movie. Uh-huh. Correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, but I think he's he's going about his killings more creatively now, more so like in the sense of they're, even though he's already in the, in the Rushmore, as we put it, he's taking almost like, Late Friday the 13th, late Nightmare on Elm Street type liberties in his killings. And he's Absolutely. getting very creative, yes, almost yes. having fun with it. And mm. I just like me some violent Michael Myers. I liked the, the violence in the uh, Halloween from 2018 because he was still a psychopath, still extremely, extremely violent and effective. But in this one, there, it's like he had more personality. And I, and I don't know how I feel about that. So I'm going to have to watch it again to really get my true sense of, of where this franchise is going. But to me, I, I found myself getting pissed off a lot in this movie. Not pissed okay. off like a movie nerd, but just like, oh, yeah. really? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I even said like, oh, yeah, more like Halloween kills the franchise. I said that at the end because I'm, I'm, I'm a witty guy, Steve. But of course. So I'm not entirely sure I liked this movie. I don't think okay. I did. You know what I mean? But I will say that... Uh, they are doing something different with Michael Myers now, and I'm curious where it's going to go. Uh, okay. There's a particular scene that you brought up that has to do with knives. And like that's kind of like a first for him, right, as far as how he went about that? Yeah, and again, we, when we get into spoilers, I'm going to talk about that speech that she gave at the end yeah. that kind of told everybody, this is why this movie has been like this. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I will talk about that too, because that was actually another thing that kind of pissed me off a little bit. So let's get into spoilers and we'll wrap this show up. Oh, what did you know? What did you rate it? What did I rate this movie? I, I'm, I don't think I'm going to change my rating. Sometimes I like to get talked into things and you know, maybe no, I'll change my yeah. rating. However, I'm going to give Halloween kills a 2.25 out of five human knife blocks. I will give um I will give Halloween kills a three out of five a three out of five human knife blocks. <laughs> you took that right. Same thing. Human knife blocks it is. So you're gonna like that scene, apparently, ladies and gentlemen. Um I will, I will say that my rating comes more so from the the production design of the movie, the type of kills that are involved. But if we're going to start adding in the plot and the acting in this movie, then I went, I may go lower to be quite honest with you. It's all around the practical effects and the, and the, uh, 
you know, just the, yeah. the history. I'm giving, I think I'm being a little more generous because I love Halloween so much. Oh, no, I'm with, and, and that, there's a head kill that he, this kid. The stairwell? Oh, Is it the stairwell Christ. one? Yes, that was dude. Dope. That was dope. That See, was brutal. And I like that kind of stuff. It was just the whole, I'm trying I was to think. Like, Jesus. What man. was the one that really, I think I hit the microphone. Sorry about that. What was the, I'm trying to think of one of the most like outrageous kills of the movie. That was the one for me where I was just like, they went like the Adam's apple. Every time he hit it, I was like, oh, Jesus, dude, what yeah. are we doing? Yeah. Like he's just a brutal. But anyway, we're going to get, let's get into spoilers. All right, let's do it. What do you got? Okay, so what I loved about it is at the end, she's like, he's not human. He's, a, he's because he said no human could have taken what we've given him. The gunshots, the things, all this. He's like, this is evil incarnate. And if even if we do something tonight, he's just going to come back next year and he's going to keep on coming. Every time you open the door in your room, there he is. And I'm like, oh, they're going full on. He's a monster. Mm-hmm. He's not here. And I was like, oh, my. That's why when he got shot and he got back up, I was like, wait a minute. What? And, and all when she's talking, she's like, he's not human. All this time we've been going at this as if this is a human being and he's not anymore. He's evil evil incarnate and not blaming themselves that they created this thing. They're like, it's kind of on us. Yeah. He isn't, he it's weird. Not, I don't know. She admitted, I don't know how we do this. And I like the fact that she's not like, I know what we'll do. No, she's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. What are we going to do? I'm like, yeah, that's how you do it. You're just like, we have to get rid of him somehow. I don't know. He's a monster. What do we do? I don't know. Mm, okay. And I love that. And so, and it also made me retroactively think like he wasn't dodging the gun. I was like, why was he even dodge the gunshots? I'm like, because he's not worried about them. He's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he should. So he, they went full on. Hey, and I could, and honestly, like I could, I could understand why fans are like, I hated that monster turn. I totally get it. Me being a monster lover and being that he's on the Rushmore of monsters. I'm like, hey, good. Now let's see how you beat him. Like at the end of this movie, I was literally like, how are y'all going to beat that? I, that's why I'm going to watch the next one. Okay. <laughs> like, how do you beat that thing? It's not going to be brute force. You just can't. You can't beat Michael Myers to death. You have to do something else. And I just don't know what that's going to be, but I th- I'm very curious as to how it's going to roll. Okay. So okay, I he know was a, he was a beat. Just like that's why when he kept on catching up to me, I'm like, oh my god, it's because he's not human. That's why he can walk and catch up. He's like, yeah, we've been going about this like he's a human, and so he's going to beat us every time. Okay. And she understands that now. She's like, and but again, if she would have been like, so I'm going to do this, and we're going to do this, and I would be like, uh. But the fact that she just looked at the camera, like looks outside and just like, I don't know, Jane. <laughs> I wish she would have actually said that. I don't know, Jane. Like, like she just looked. And the thing is, she doesn't even know her, her daughter's dead. She's gone. And she's just like, what are you going to do? <laughs> Man. What, what you- He's going through everybody. He's like, I'm going to kill this town, nigga. Yeah. I'm killing everybody <laughs> in this town. Next. And the only person that's going to be last, I'm going to call it. Last man standing is is going to be the police officer. Yeah, I think so too. He said, "I have to do this. Yeah, I, I have to kill him." I feel the same way. I think that you know, I have no way of knowing this, but 
Laurie Strode's going to die that martyr's death. Absolutely. For no sure. Way. There's no way around that. She's going no to die way. that martyr's death. Her whole family's gone at this point. Um, but the thing that you liked about that movie where her speech is also a major turnoff to me because, really? yeah, here's why. I've always, like he is, he's Rushmore, but I've never considered him a Rushmore monster, as you put it. I just always liked Michael Myers because we didn't truly know that. Do you know what I'm saying? We we Oh, absolutely. It's like how does this guy keep getting up? I get it. There's probably But some, we did know. We did, but because we, no human yes, I could do what he did. Exactly. But I like yeah. but I liked the mystery of it. And I liked, you know, and the thing was, if you go back to the first one and you yeah. go and then you go to twenty eighteen, you know, he's been living as a human the whole time. Absolutely. He was in a as mental we, institution for like yes. what is it, twenty, thirty years or something like that? Yeah. He was fine there. And then he gets out and suddenly he's got superpowers. And he's fighting like groups of people, and I don't think I've ever seen Michael Myers do that before. Where he's like, oh, but he's always like people have beaten him terribly in other movies. Yeah, but he was getting kind of Statham like in this one. You know what I mean? Like he was. Remember, he got the thing is he got shot after getting shot three times. Yeah, that's when I knew. Okay, but it's while she's talking he gets up, and so I'm like, oh, they're going. Yeah. And the thing is, I understand why she said it. She has to. The fact that we all knew subconsciously that he's a monster. In order for her to beat him, she has to come to that conclusion herself, too. Okay, he's not human. Uh, there's no, because otherwise, we're just going to have Halloween 84. Because it's just gonna, she's going to keep on trying to beat him like a human being. And she just finally came to the realization, because it's coming to a close. So she's like, okay, here's what we know. This cat is not human. Yeah, This is what we know now. That's the only way she beats him in the next movie. Otherwise, she's going to do what she did and he's going to beat her because he's not a human being. In order for her to beat him in that one more film, she has to come to the conclusion he is a monster. That's it. So how do you beat a monster? You can't beat Freddy. (laughs) You can't beat Freddy head up. You can't beat... Remember, Jason started off as a dude and then he turned into a monster. He turned into Jason. But he was kind of a monster from the get-go. He was a kid he, that drowned and came back to life. You know what I mean? He Michael was, Myers, but, hold me out, hear me out. Yeah, Michael yeah. Myers is just a troubled kid that killed his sister and got sent away to the mental institution for, you know, after I did like, yes. I really did like the flashback that shows them apprehending him for the first time. I thought that was actually kind of cool. But again, he lived as a human for decades. Yeah. And then even into 2018, and then all of a sudden, he's got, like, superpowers. And the thing that kind of got me about that, it was, like, Laurie Strode the entire time was like, why won't you die? But then she has, like, a full-on prepared speech about it. Yeah. I wasn't feeling it, G. He's evil. He is evil incarnate. I don't know, man. I'm not. I I, I get it. I get it. For me, it worked because I was just like, oh, my God. He is going. That's why. And it's also happening while I was not. I don't want psychopaths, mind you. But while I was rooting for him to get up to this crowd that kind of made me uncomfortable anyway with their chance. Yeah. When he got up, I was like, oh, I stood up because she was like, he's evil. He's not a human. I was like, no, he ain't a human. This cat is a monster because it's over. <laughs> and sure enough, he goes and just he dispatches every one of them. And so I'm like, oh, look at Michael Myers. But then at the end. I'm back on the side of, yeah, someone needs to kill this cat. After he kills all yeah. of like, yeah, gee, someone needs to, because they knew if they left it like that, we're kind of walking out of the movie being like, do I want Michael Myers to die? I mean, you know what I'm saying? But once they leave it as a, oh, he just killed this poor girl, 
that was really just trying to save the town. Now you're back on the don't forget he's yeah. a freaking monster. And that's why I was just like, wow, this is going to be insane. The next one's going to be bonkers. Bonkers, dude. This movie's not a terrible movie. It's just that I think the reason that I didn't enjoy it as much as you did is because we've already kind of gone round and round about it is that I preferred the whole... Totally is he it. or isn't he? I don't need an explanation. I just I like watching you. this dude. You like the mystery. I like the mystery. I like you know watching I don't this like dude mystery. do damage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just all got wrapped up. And then again, though, but the, the worst part of this movie for me was the town folks and their, their oh, they're the evil dude, dies tonight. It was so fucking stupid. And just the, the you know, suddenly everyone is violent. I get, yeah, I get that I, there's I situations. That. No, no, no. Hear me <laughs> out. I get yeah. that there's situations. I'm sure where it's like, listen, we got to do something about this fucking problem. I get that. Uh-huh. It was the way that they. It was the script. It just made it very cheesy for me. And you that know what? Just, there's probably a bunch of people that disagree with me, and that's totally fine. But I have a feeling. Oh no! I think a lot of people. Um, well, I don't know that. I mean, who knows? I feel I like it's a very. This movie's going to be very divisive. Absolutely, dude. I, as you've seen already, it's not a. It was okay. Either you hate it yeah. or you love it. Yeah. And they made that's a conscious decision by a director. I'm shocked that the studio actually let because they watched it. They were probably like, oh, people are either gonna they're gonna either love this or they're going to despise it. And I just think uh it takes I mean, regardless, it takes heart to be like, oh, I'm going, it's not gonna be down the middle. We're gonna go a full one way or the other. Regardless, I guarantee um, after the next movie, for sure, M- Michael Myers is on the Rushmore of 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 monsters. It's a shame we don't have a werewolf to put on the mu- uh, Rushmore of, of monsters. Oh, we do. Well, technically, he's one of the universal monsters. But um, yeah, it's, it's going to be Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, and uh, Freddy Krueger. They're the, th- I th- in my opinion, unless maybe somebody will bring out someone I wasn't, I forgot about. They are our Rushmore of horror now. Well, that's for, for I'm really years. depending on Arctic Clown here, man, to to do things right and restore balance to the force because uh, this movie was fine. I didn't hate it. I just didn't enjoy it for a, a several different reasons. But I'm not out. I'm not tapping out. Um, we've been talking about spoilers, Steve. So I do want to give him a little shout out because um, I gave him some shit on Twitter, jokingly, of course. But he says um, this was two days ago on Twitter. He says Halloween Kills has some great cinematography and first two acts are fairly decent. But man, that third act horrendous is too nice of a term to use to describe this film. So in a sense, I don't think the film is horrendous. I didn't enjoy it like you did. But I totally agree with him on the third act. And I just said, oh, I said, so you're saying we're going to love it then. And then, of course, you know, we just he went back and forth. So it's a 10. Uh, Probably. No, he he does not like this movie. (laughs) So in other words, I feel like we should have been I was prepared to give this movie a five because I don't disagree with everything Steve says, of course. But we do have some varying opinions when it comes to movies, of course, as you well. Oh, for sure. So and I was only giving him shit anyway. Just the last five horror movie. I don't think I've. That I've given a five to. I don't remember, but it has to be like, it has to be maybe a 28. Did I give 28 days? Maybe I would give that something in that. Train to Busan's a five. Oh, that's a five for sure. You know what? Uh, Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. I, every time that movie comes on, I watch it. I don't turn it off. I watch it all the way through. And then at the end of the movie, I'm like, I forgot how good this movie every time it goes. I'm like, I forgot how fun this movie was. Yeah. I enjoy it's that movie too. fun every single time. So yeah. Oh, no, no. That's a four. Five. That's a four point. That's a four. That's not a five. Uh, Train to Busan is a five. As a matter of fact, I might, as far as in horror, I might call 
uh, the five I trained to Basan. For sure, and it's so, a five for me. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I we all uh, we have difference of opinions. Interested to hear you guys' opinion. For sure. Yeah, you want to hit us up? Hit, you know what? I'm, I was going to try and do the wacky little song that I do, but for the contact wah, information. Wah. Uh, yeah. Recently had an OS, an iOS upgrade, and all my shit's not working right now. So, you know, it'll That's work how out. They do, G. Those they motherfuckers, man. I'm yeah. telling you what. But so if you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. You can reach us on Twitter at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me, Dan, at Dan Q Public, and Steve at SE underscore Hudson Music. Uh, go to our website, www.heroesofnoise.com. There you can subscribe to the show leave us a message and do all that cool shit that people do when they go to websites. All right. I think that's a wrap, Steve. That's it. I think that is it. We hope you guys enjoyed this one. We're going to be talking more horror as the month goes along. Look forward to geek out, freak out, which is going to be right around Halloween. Uh, you know, Halloween is on a Sunday, Steve. We could put that out on the day if we wanted to being that we're not sure going could. anywhere now. So that's what we're shooting for a Halloween debut of uh, geek out freak out three actually is going to be that one. And we skipped Dan's the amazing story. Maybe I don't have it yet. We'll see what happens. You need to come up with something too, man. I'm just saying, because you come up with some fresh shit sometimes, and I was really impressed. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening to the show. You know we love you. We'll be back soon, all right? Take care of yourself, all right? I really, because people are getting sick out there. Not only take care of yourself, but be good to yourself, too, and be good to the people around you. Peace.